welcome back to Livermorium 55. Episode 1, Friendship. I'm Lizzie. I'm Brenda. And we're Livermorium 55. Yep. How have you been? Pretty good. I've been working on all my work so I can get ahead and go home. So, yeah, I'm actually really ahead. I finished Monday's worth of chemistry. Wow. I know. And there were nine homework questions. I was like, <laughs> there's only normally like two or three. So nine was a, it was a stretch for sure. Yeah. But how are you? I've, I've been good. I've been busy. I've been really busy. Monday was super busy. I did two research studies that day. Mm-hmm. But... I've been having fun keeping myself busy because I feel like last semester I was not busy whatsoever. <laughs> and so it's nice to have a lot of work to do. Um, I had a psych exam yesterday. I think it went pretty well. I'm, I feel like as college progresses, I'm definitely like actually figuring out how to study, which is good. So it was, it was a good experience of actually feeling like pretty prepared for exam. <laughs> Crazy stuff. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm excited for spring break. And so soon. Two weeks. Like two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. And we're still in February (laughs) when we're recording this right now. So we'll be in February when this comes out. We'll be in February when we go home. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's not actually spring when Michigan tells us. Oh, yeah. Actually, I think they call it winter break. Is it winter break? Yeah. I feel. I feel like everyone calls it spring break. I had a really interesting story to tell you about why it's called winter break because our sociology GSI told us this last week, but I don't actually remember the story. I know. It was like some kind of like, I want to say it was like some kind of racist like reason, but I can't remember. Hmm. I don't know. Interesting. It was definitely a controversial thing, I feel like. I don't remember because I don't pay attention. Um. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I've been good. You've been good. Yeah, we all been good. Yeah. Um, what have you learned this week? So this week, it's also about bio one seventy two, but a little with a little bit of chem. So in my chemistry cl- class, it's so I'm in chem two forty at Michigan, which is PCHEM. Yeah, and we've been learning about Gibbs free energy. PCHEM is physical chemistry? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. And we've been learning about Gibbs free energy. And then I went to bio the other day. And guess what? We're talking about delta G, which delta G is the measurement of the free energy between the reactants and the products. So I was like, wow, I am a pro at this. And I learned that in most biological reactions, the overall delta G is negative. So very cool. Wow. Huh. You're very sciencey up there. Thank you. Bio is the only cool thing that I learned because my other <laughs> classes are like English and physics. No offense, but like actually, like I just don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't really talk about English because there's really nothing to talk about. That's fair. <laughs> um, what did I learn this week? In Cogsci, we're talking about Turing machines. Which, so we're moving into computational cogsci because I'm taking an intro cogsci course. So, yeah, like we've done language, infant cognition, schools of thought. So, we're doing computation now. 
cheering machines. Um, I had cogside discussion today, like maybe a couple hours before we're filming this. Um, definitely had to figure out how to like compute things like a Turing machine does. Mostly formatting things, but I was just confused at first. But I got there. Um, yeah, it's just a way of computing things. So, like, it's an algorithm. Mm -hmm. Like, they give you a function, and you generate this output, and then that's kind of how a Turing machine works. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And I guess we're learning about them because the brain is... Turing machine is not a metaphor for the brain, so I've been told. <laughs> but it's, I've been told multiple times. But, um... Yeah, like, I guess we have algorithms in our brain, such as, like, the Turing machine does. That wasn't a good explanation. Thank you, Alan Turing, for making this machine. Alan Turing machine. Alan, well, <laughs> Alan Turing made this podcast. No. <laughs> nope. We are featuring him, though, with our little knowledge of the week. Oh, I thought you were going to say, we're, we bring him out. <laughs> Just like Gibbs. I feel like Gibbs. I don't remember his first name. I don't think you ever learned it. On I feel like his name starts with an E. I feel like it's I feel Edward. like it's Henry Gibbs. Oh, you might be right. I'm looking it up right now. Oh wait, I have another fun fact. What? <laughs> Not what I learned in class. Well, it's what I learned in class when I was supposed to be paying attention. But um, so I've had a cough for the uh, for a couple of days. I want to say like four or five days now, but. It kind of just started out of nowhere, and I thought it was the cold originally, but, like, I don't feel sick whatsoever. It's just, like, I have to cough, but when I'm walking or if I breathe, like, if I take a deep breath and, like, relax, I don't cough. And so I was doing some research on it, and there's a name for the cough that I can't... It's psycho-something. It was, it was, um... Psychogenic. I think, yeah, yeah, you're right. I told her about this. It was, it was the psychogenic cough, um, and it's caused by stress. And it means that you have a barking, non-productive, like, hacking cough. And that's what I've had. So. Two things. I can tell when you're stressed because you cough. <laughs> <laughs> Two. You could, like, just have a common cold and you could be misdiagnosing yourself. I know. I probably am. I'm just saying. It was interesting. Like, I don't think I actually have a stress cough because I don't think I'm stressed right now, actually. Surprisingly. But. I just thought it was interesting. It is interesting. So I've been telling people, I've been like, oh my gosh, did you know what a psychogenic cough is? Yeah. I found out Gibbs' first name. It's Josiah. Josiah. Josiah Willard Gibbs. So thank oh. you, Josiah Willard Gibbs and Alan Turing for the knowledge of the week. True. Yeah. Um. Do you have anything else to say do you want to just get into it get into it yeah <laughs> i have nothing else to say okay so friendship let's talk about it yeah what does friendship mean to you does friendship mean to me mm -hmm. um um friendship i feel like friendship is very idolized idealized i think those are two different words idealized like i feel like friendship is like one of the first things you learn in life that's like not a super like academic thing you know what i mean like it's not like a language obviously but i think because of that like i feel like everyone wants a friend like even if you don't say you do you definitely need like some kind of companionship which is i guess human nature like a need for affiliation psychology <laughs> um but that being said, I think 
to me I don't know I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't know how much of like my want for friendship is me wanting friendship and how much of it is just like societal societal. expectations but regardless friendship um I think I think friends to me are like companions that will like be there for you but they'll also be honest with you and they'll tell you like when you're doing something wrong or yeah like really match I feel like they match your energy and they have to be complementary to the vibes and the aura that you have kind of like mrna and dna oh my okay we We need to stop with the Um, we need to stop with the (laughs) biology psychology terms um yeah i would say i agree with you like i think i would consider a friend to be someone who knows you well enough to like support you but like give you advice and like be brutally honest with you Mm -hmm. like honest criticism honest advice and like be able to talk to you and gear your conversation towards that friend you know what i mean yeah you need to be like friends like know them enough to be able to talk about something that like matters to them as well yeah i was gonna say like with friends there's definitely i was gonna say that friends are like someone you can like have good conversations with but i don't know if that's true like i think there are two types of friends like you have the friends that you can have like super in-depth conversations or just like there's always like dialogue flowing and then there's definitely friends where you know you're just cool just sitting there with them mm-hmm. like being on their phones and everyone's want to be like oh that's funny <laughs> um yeah. but i think i guess to me true friendship like true friends like the ones that i like really consider my friends <laughs> not that i don't consider other people my friends but you know what i mean like like the real ones are like i feel like there's a balance of those things and like I feel like your energies complement to each other to where you can figure out when there should be dialogue flowing and when there's not dialogue flowing and it's okay. Mm-hmm. I also feel like you shouldn't feel awkward or like anxious when you're hanging out with them. Yeah. Like if you feel like, I don't know, if you don't feel comfortable hanging out with them, that might say something about yeah. your friendship. <laughs> and I think with that, it's also like you can feel comfortable with them maybe in the moment. And then you go home and you're like, wait, I didn't like how that felt, actually. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times in friendships or, like, social situations, I'm, like, tricking myself into feeling comfortable just so that I don't, like, bolt out of there because I'm anxious. <laughs> but afterwards, I'll be like, wait, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's good to have that reflection. Um, yeah. yeah. I think that brings us to, an, like, another topic, like, tiers of friendship. Yeah. I know, like, tiers of friendship is kind of, like, weird to say. I don't know. Tears of friendship just sounds yeah. bad. Like different categories. Different Yeah. Different levels of friendship. Yeah. Even levels, I feel like. Yeah. It's not like a ladder. Like you can definitely like just jump there and jump off. <laughs> it's like <Okay>. a <laughs> I think it's just like how we categorize our friends and like how much we share. Yeah. And like what we do with the I time think there's that we different spend types of them. friends, maybe. Yeah, maybe that's a good yeah. way to put it. I think for me, okay, well, here's the hard part. I think there's obviously the friends that are like friendly, but you wouldn't like talk to them out of like wherever you see them. For example, <laughs> if you work with someone or if there's someone in your class. For I would say for those type of friends, I would put a name to be like surface friends. Yeah. Because 
I feel like they're more of acquaintances, honestly. In a no. way. Well, they're like, they're, I call them amicable acquaintances. Like, that's what I've heard of them as to okay. my family. I don't know. Like, there's people who, like, if I see them around, like, I'm going to be like, hey, like, I'll smile at them. But it's not like I would stop and talk to them. Not because, like, I have anything bad to say about them or there's something against them. It's just like, you know, we have our friendly environment and it's work or school or wherever. Um, so I think that's definitely one category. But moving into, like, people you hang out with more. I think there's friends that are definitely convenience friends. And those are the people, like, I guess it's kind of like class in in where you meet them in a certain situation. And, you know, you become friends. But they're more like, if you don't have anything to do, you go hang out with them. Which is chill. Like, it's, it's a good thing to have, I think. Like, I there's th- nothing wrong with it. I think all friendship starts with convenience friends. Yeah, for sure. Like... I don't know. It just hap- That's just how friendships start. Yeah, I feel like how you... Otherwise, how do you meet people? Exactly. Yeah, so I feel Tinder. like... But even if you meet them at dinner, it's like... You're talking to them because you need someone to talk to, you know? Did you say dinner? I said Tinder. Oh! <laughs> Are you finding friends on Tinder? What? Are you finding friends on Tinder? On Tinder? No. Same. I'm not either. <laughs> I feel the need to make the disclaimer. Okay. I seemed a bit too excited. We should probably cut that out. <laughs> Anyways, um, no wait, I'm staying up night. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like the nature of it is like you you just have to meet them somewhere and then and then there's a spark and continue friendship. But yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with friends. Fr- fr- whoa, anything wrong with friendships at convenience? I just think you guys had to be on the same page about it. Because it's weird if one person's like, oh my gosh, we're actually friends. And the other one's like, only on the weekends. Like, whenever I have time for you, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because I think, like, once you get to a certain level of friendship, you at least want them to make time for you in a certain way. Like, maybe not as much as, like, a romantic relationship or anything. But you definitely want there to be some sort of effort. I think the hard part is with friendships, it's almost like you want it to feel effortless. Mm. I don't know. Because mm-hmm. I feel like it's weird if I were to go up to you and be like, Lizzie, you're not making enough time for me. <laughs> but like the truth of it is, in order for a friendship to sustain, typically speaking, there needs to be some sort of, like, time. Spent I'll, together. Yeah. yeah. Or at least be on the same page about that time. Because yeah. I think there's definitely friendships I have where, like, I don't see them for months, but it's like we both know that that's going to be like that, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. Like hometown friends. Yeah. <clears throat> Before we leave for college. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I kind of like organized mine into three too. So I have service friends, like people who I met in class. Like we do group discussions in class and say, have a good weekend. Wait, and service friends mean like church or meaning like service? Like surface. That makes so much more sense. I thought you were saying service and then I have class. And I was like, wait. No, service friends. Like, okay, sorry. Yeah. I'm going to cut me out. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> let me restart. <laughs> like, I would say surface friends are people that you meet in classroom settings and you do group discussions where, like, partner discussions. And then you say, have a good weekend, have a good day. But, like, you don't really hang out with them. You see them in the dining hall. You wave. You say, oh, like, how are you doing? Oh, I'm good. Yeah. And you call it a day. 
but I would say there's like I have hangout friends mm-hmm. who are like people that I hang out with and it it could just be like oh like we should go grab a cup of coffee just catch up real quick like and that's okay and like you check in on them by like texting them or being like if you see their post or like social media then you're like hey like that's so cool we're like yeah like they're people not you're not in like constant communication yeah with. and it could just be like the distance we're like i don't know but you know and then i would say i have like my best friends like a closer group of people who that like you s- spend a lot of time with and you don't feel awkward like you could be i don't know in the same room doing separate work mm-hmm. but like you're doing it in the same room just because you want to be by them and just in case like <laughs> if something comes up and you're like oh my gosh I just tell them things and yeah. like you feel comfortable enough to like tell them the littlest things yeah, I think that they're happen. like comfort friends like you just like having them around you yeah I guess like comfort friends to me just sounds like convenience friends oh. I don't, it, it's like it's definitely different see that. but like yeah, I don't I know, it mean. just sounds the same yeah yeah and yeah I feel like I can tell them like the littlest things that people normally don't care about yeah like saying like oh i saw a worm on the ground that looked like a smiley face like <laughs> yeah like no one like, cares you know i feel like those friends are like the ones where like you can just say random things yeah like it doesn't even have to mean anything yeah but they're like ha that's stupidly funny <laughs> yeah but i feel like I mean, even with convenience friends or whatever it might be, like, you can say stupid things, obviously. Like, yeah. they don't mean anything. But, like, I guess the meaninglessness is comfortable in those best friendships. I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. Okay. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's good. Obviously, I don't go around being, like, you're a convenience friend. Like, I don't <laughs> label them in my mind. But, like, thinking about them, like, you definitely, you know, you have yeah. this. But I think, I think it's good to have nice spread of them Mm -hmm. something i wonder about is because i don't think i'm great at making friends (laughs) like i'm just not i think part of it's i just like don't know how to go up to people and i don't particularly want to because that's scary (laughs) how do you make your friends how do i make friends yeah i think it just all starts with like convenience friends like i said Mm -hmm. like you see them in class and you find something that's common like you live in the same dorm or like you're in the same club and you're like oh my gosh like we should hang out or I don't know. It just happens like that. I I think I like having a lot of, like, just hangout friends. People that you can just be like, hey, like, do you want to meet up this weekend for a meal? Or, yeah. I mean, obviously, I like having a lot of people that I can, like, really, really talk to, too. But, like, in general. Yeah. You do have a lot of hangout friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And, like, I think I try to make hangout friends. Mm-hmm. Like, I try to find something or, like, try to remember something that they said so I can bring it up next time and yeah. be like, hey, like, how did the exam go? Or, like, how is your little business poster thing going? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I think that's, like, my problem is because, okay, I would say at Umish, I don't have a lot of friends. Even, like, in general, I just don't have a lot of friends. And I think it's because part of the reason I obviously like don't go up to people, as I mentioned. But like also I think I don't know. In friendship, I just like to have really close friends. Like I I don't know what it is, but like I I just crave like having true friendship in everybody. <laughs> and obviously not everybody's meant to be like a true friend. 
or like that that highest level of friendship but because of that I think I find it hard to I guess be on the same page as mm-hmm. someone with what they want from the friendship mm-hmm. but that being said like going into friendships is hard because you don't know um I don't know what I was gonna say like you don't know where your friendship's going yeah and like you don't know them as well so it's just like it could work out or it could not work out yeah but I think for me like as long as I know I have that one person oh that's true then like I can be alone yeah. in like a social setting yeah you know what I mean yeah yeah like in class I don't have to have a friend because I know like once I come back from class I'll have yeah. someone I know that like yeah. I can talk to and I think that's the thing especially in college like in high school I feel like I really needed to have those convenience friends or like you know those friends in classes um just because, you know, th- I feel like high school classes are more, like, group work oriented. Mm-hmm. And, but it's more like choosing. Like, you choose who you want to work yeah, with. Yeah, sure. Whereas in college, I like it because it's just, well, either it's, like, a huge lecture where you don't really talk to anyone. Or, like, if you do, you just talk to the person next to you. Like, it's mm-hmm. not a super huge thing. Or it's, like, these tiny discussion sections where you work with someone and, you know, you just talk with them. You work with them. And you move on. Mm-hmm. And so... I think that's also why it's hard for me, especially to make friends in college because I've had a lot of those lecture classes. And so it's harder to find people to actually talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can definitely be like lonely sometimes, but I don't know. I still love you. <laughs> so. I just think in college, it's okay. People say it's easier to make friends in college because everyone's on the same page of like, you don't know anyone. But I think there's, I don't know, two sides to it. Michigan, I feel like there's a lot of students. So there are a lot of people who are just surface friends, who are just yeah. like, oh, I saw you in lecture one day. Maybe I'll say hi to you again. Maybe I won't. Yeah. But I think on the other side, like I'm thinking about my bio discussion and we just like there were four of us just sat down and like I'd consider them my friends. You know what I mean? Like we walk to walk to class together. We catch up and like, I don't know. I mean, I only see them once a week, but. Oh, I think the other thing, the problem with it, which I had with making friends in college is because there's so many people, especially in the first week of classes, you meet so many people (laughs) and you talk to them and you like hear their name. You, you know, you figure out like where they're from, what their major is. Like it's always the same spiel. And like everyone's super friendly, obviously. And I think for me, I will talk to one person. We'll have this conversation and I'll be like, yay, I made a friend. And then I won't try to make anyone else my friend, which mm. is problematic because then they obviously have met so many people. They don't actually remember who I am. But I think, yeah, that definitely is because Yumish has so many people. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of us. Yeah. And I think it's that's the thing. Like, I feel like when I want to start a friendship, I feel like there needs to be something that's outside of that typical spiel. Like, mm-hmm. I don't I feel like any friendship I've like made at Yumish at college is has sparked because we've been talking about something or like we started talking about something that wasn't just like oh what's your name what's your major where Mm -hmm. are you from Mm -hmm. okay bye yeah yeah but i think it's really hard to let go of the template in college because i feel like during orientation they push it on you and it's a good conversation starter it's just i guess here also a lot of people are from michigan so many people from michigan (laughs) which i guess then i should i should have a lot of friends because i'm not but whatever (laughs) Yeah. yeah 
And I think going to clubs also helps. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like I have a few friends that I met at a club. That's true. Not like a dance club, but like an academic club. (laughs) Like extracurricular. Yeah. And like I eat dinner with them sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like my my friends are either dorm friends or club friends. Yeah. Because you see them and it's like outside of a school setting. I mean, to be fair, we are at school 24-7. school. But like outside of a classroom setting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But with coming, with choosing your friends, also comes making the choice to stay in the friendship or end the friendship. Mm-hmm. And then the friendships can be hard. I think, I think there's two ways you can go about it. I mean, there might be more ways, but I only thought of two. So the first way is like you realize you guys are both not just good fit- fits and then you like, like, like interest wise or like they're a bad influence no just like you guys just don't get along or like it's like what you do or like what they do just doesn't like align with your values (laughs) i don't know like you just like kind of like fizzle out okay like you grow apart yeah i feel like oh it's not because you have bad intentions where like you guys don't like each other it's just like you just fizzle out and then you see them later and you're like oh hi like you know what i mean and then the other thing is, like, if you're already pretty deep into the friendship or, like, you hang out with them for a long time and then you realize that, like, something they do or something they say or something they believe in is totally, like, out of... Well, I guess, like, not even what they believe in because, like, we can have different beliefs and still be friends. Yeah. It's just, like... I think when those beliefs get problematic to where they interfere with your values but also... At least for me, I've had experiences where those beliefs, like, are starting to affect me, but I don't want them to because it's, like, problematic. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're, like, it's just disrespectful. Yeah. It's not, like, I don't care that you believe in something else, right? But it's, like, if you don't respect my values and you come out as disrespectful, then that's where I'm, like, okay, we should probably talk about this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had one of those experiences very recently. Yeah, we did. Mutual friends. Like, we both had these. Mm-hmm. It was a friend group. Yeah, with Still Phineas is. and Ferb. <laughs> We're calling them Phineas and Ferb. Because I couldn't come up with anything else. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I think after fall break is when we, like, really hung out almost every day. Mm-hmm. And, like, ate most of our meals together, went to extracurricular things together, like, just events that were yeah. happening. Like, if, if there was, like, an ice skating event, we'd be like, hey, we should yeah. go. And, like, mm-hmm. we'd all go. Or, like, go out to eat together. Yeah. I don't know. It was a fun time. Like, all our parents took think, us out to eat yeah, I think at, like, eventually. different times of the year. Yeah. Yeah. We've met all the parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think definitely, like, the entire time we were in a friendship, I had, like, sort of these qualms. I've been like, do I like what these people are saying? Like, this is definitely weird. But I was like, I'll give it a chance. Mm-hmm. And I think also they were French friends of convenience. They at definitely were. At the beginning. And definitely even, even I would say to the day. Like, they're definitely, like, they live in a dorm. I mean. Yeah, I think it started with convenience friends. And then I don't necessarily think we ended as convenience friends. But, but I don't it, think we ever lost an aspect of it. It was just that we had no other friends. 
Yeah. <laughs> so I like, mean, that means in that way. Like, yeah, because, like, we don't have anyone else to hang out with. Yeah. Know? Like, those were, I think, are probably, like, except for each other and, like, our roommate. Yeah, like, like they would closest be, like, friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't say they were, like, convenience friends at the end. Yeah, I don't think they were convenience friends. I just think they were. Yeah, but we definitely started as convenience friends. Yeah. Yeah, so we started noticing, especially, I would say, for the past, like, two months. Yeah, Like, maybe. it just kept getting worse because I think Phineas and Ferb would definitely, like, feed off of each other's energies. Yes, and so sure. someone would say one thing problematic, the other would make it worse. Yeah, we're, like go along with it or not yeah. stop it even yeah. though it's kind of disrespectful yeah and i think it just started after thanksgiving you think yeah mm-hmm. oh like when yeah. we went on that trip like what happened there nothing it's just like i feel like that's when it started oh, okay. when you got sick <laughs> yeah that. yeah um but yeah i think they'd like feed off of each other's energies and make everything worse and it got to a point where, like, I know, so, like, Lizzie and I, we would bring it up. Or, like, we wouldn't bring it up, like, seriously. But we'd be like, hey, like, don't say that. Like, stop. I, I have made it pretty clear, though. Like, at yeah. least two or three times that it's not okay to say the things that they just said. Yeah, I think it was clear. And they yeah. weren't receiving that. But I also think we weren't, we didn't, like, sit down with them and be like, right. hey, let's just have a conversation devoted to this topic right. of how you're, you yeah. know, being harmful with your language. Um, but it got to a point, like, I think they would start justifying their behaviors by being like, no, but we're friends. So yeah. we can say these things in front mm-hmm. of you. And I'd be like, no, but to me, I don't think friendship should ever allow you to just, like, completely disassociate from your values or, like, disassociate from being a decent human being right. who, like, shows respect to others. Like, I don't think being friends should, you know, completely erase that aspect of respect. I think and with friendship, like, you can make jokes with each other. Like, it's fine. I totally get it. Like, I roast my friends all the time. They can roast me. But, like, if I give you a line and I say you cannot touch that topic, you know not to touch that topic. Mm-hmm. And you should respect that. And I think they were doing this thing where they'd be like, no, but, like, we're just joking, so it's fine. And I'd be like, no, but you can't joke about that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just, you can't go there. Yeah. And I, and we have definitely been like, oh, Let's not do that. Yeah. And then it'd be brought up again. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like at the end, especially like right at the end, I was constantly being like, you can't say that. Yeah, no, it was like every <laughs> two seconds, I feel like. Yeah. It'd just be a problematic thing after another. And then like, yeah, yeah they did some suspicious, suspicious stuff. Not, like, illegal, shady. Like, just or suspicious, not even as in their intentions. And the thing, okay. Yeah. I think this is the thing, is I get, like, with your friends, you can say things that are more, like, edgy, for lack of a better word. Like, like dark humor and stuff. That's oh, fine. Okay. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I find with, okay, I don't think, like, dark humor or, like... I think it just depends on who you're talking to. Yeah. Well, anyway, like, I don't think... I think we have friends, obviously, you definitely have, like, a more socially lenient, like, your humor can be more politically incorrect, I feel like, with your friends. What do you mean politically incorrect? I guess, like, how comedians make jokes, you know what I mean? No. <laughs> Not that my friends are comedians by any means, but... Like, how know. they, it's like political cartoons, how they, like, exaggerate no. it? No, 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 politically incorrect. 
Like you wouldn't say that in society, but not because it's like disrespectful. It's just like, you know what I mean? Like people are a bit too scared to make jokes. Okay. okay. Um. <laughs> so like more open about their beliefs. Not even about their beliefs. I don't even know it's what like, this is about. Like humor. Right <laughs> like in a friendship, like I feel like we could make jokes that we wouldn't make in public. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Basically but I wouldn't say that's politically incorrect. No, I think it is. There's definitely like for us to make jokes about certain things that I wouldn't do it in public. Well, it can be politically incorrect. Okay. Point being, <laughs> you can make jokes that like you wouldn't say in public, and they're definitely like, you know, leaning towards less socially acceptable you can make all these jokes that are like politically incorrect or socially unacceptable whatever but not to the point where you don't know if your friend that is making these jokes is being serious like is this what they really believe or are they just making jokes because when like they're doing this constantly and becomes like a pattern it becomes like like they're predictable it's like i don't know that just because you make this disclaimer when i say hey don't do that and you say it was a joke like i don't believe that I personally can't believe that, especially when I feel like with these people, like the jokes were definitely there from the start. Like, I don't really know. I feel like they got comfortable with us about like a month in, let's say. Mm -hmm. And then the jokes just started. And therefore, it was more like you unveiled this other part of them that was really disrespectful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it was mostly like i don't know the part that bugged me the most was like commenting on people's bodies yeah and i and like we have made it clear to not do that and like using slurs and i was like "Mm, yeah probably shouldn't do that either yeah and just i don't know stepping a few lines yeah and i think they definitely like at least with me definitely touched a few personal things that they weren't supposed to do and i told them about it oh like your like items no like personal oh like, like <laughs> i was like things like no 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 brush. like personal <laughs> no like like things personal that were personal topics, to me yeah that like i had told them like don't go there right right mm-hmm. and they would like they would do it mm-hmm. but yeah but i mean i wouldn't say we're th- completely done with them no 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 because i believe in second chances yeah so what we did Let's go into, like, what okay. we actually did. So, um, I guess, yeah, so there was, like, this one day that Lizzie and I were just talking with Temi, other roommate, mm-hmm. and we were just having, I don't even know what we were talking about. Like, I think we were just having a conversation about, like, people and, like, problematic behaviors or something. And we were talking, and Lizzie and I both had to come to the conclusion that Phineas and Ferb were definitely, like, problematic to the point where we were, like, I don't know that I actually like hanging out with them because, like I was saying before, like, I'd come back from hanging out with them and be, like, I don't like the way they're treating people. Mm-hmm. Like, whether it's behind their back or not, like, I don't like the way they're treating people and I don't like the way they're treating me either. Because I know if I was any outsider... I think... They, yeah. yeah, like, I'd receive all those comments. Also, like, I personally didn't want to be associated with those yeah. re- disrespectful behaviors. Yeah. And so I think we had that we had that conversation and then we were like, okay, we're going to stop hanging out with them. Yeah, but, okay, part of it was that, like, we were actually really busy. We were really busy, too. I had, like, three exams in the span of seven days, and I was super stressed. Yeah. And, I don't know, we were constantly doing homework. We had a lot of club meetings. Um, We did 
I don't know. I was in volunteering. We had like office hours. Yeah, like I we we were busy that week. So yeah. the following week. So we didn't really like hang out with them that much. Right. And they'd be like, "Oh, do you want to play euchre card game with us?" Because that was like something we do quite often, I guess. Or we'd be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, we can't." Yeah, and like we were genuinely busy, but part of it was that like if we could avoid, um, I don't know, feeling bad that we were going yeah. to. So, I guess like in my free time. Because, like, if I did have free time during that week, because even though I was busy, like, if I had any free time, like, I didn't want to spend it, like, being wary of the people I was hanging out with. Yeah. So, so we definitely, like, took a step back from the friendship, I feel like. And then... We just kind of compiled what we thought about this, and yeah. we're like, hey, we should meet and have a little conversation. So, that's what we did. We met up, and we had a conversation about the things that we disagreed with on them with them we disagreed on with them yeah there we go <laughs> yeah and i think okay so my thoughts going into this conversation were like i don't know that they could ever change the way they're acting because at least for me like i feel like people's behaviors and their chronic behaviors are definitely a reflection of what they truly believe like i i would stand by that so like you know how people say, like, jokes are based in truth? To, to a certain extent, yes, they are. And so going into that, I was like, well, we're technically asking them to change their entire value system, if you think about it. Because they had so many problematic behaviors that I felt like were rooted in their values. And I just, I was like, I don't know that we can actually change this. So I guess going into it, I was of the impression that, you know, chances are friendship's done. What was your? Um, I feel like I was more like we shouldn't just cut this off we should definitely have a conversation because we were avoiding them for like a week and I felt bad because they kept reaching out and obviously they still wanted to be friends with us and it felt rude to just like leave them in the dust and be like mm, no we're like stop we're gonna stop hanging out with you yeah so that's why we decided to have the talk and um I don't know I was just like they might not change as people because mm-hmm. like you can't change people but at least they're aware and yeah i do think there's some merit in at least quite a bit of merit i guess in at least telling them mm-hmm. like why this friendship is coming to an end or likely coming to an end or will like not necessarily issuing an ultimatum more of a choice i would say it's a choice like either you respect people and here are the reasons why we think you're not respecting people and you fix them or, you know, clearly like this friendship's not working out because our values don't align and I don't want to be part of something that is detrimental to even like I feel like my values because, you know, they say that pe- you're the people that you surround yourself with. And I think especially hanging out with them so much, like there's no way that your value system is not going to be affected by it at least a little like even if it manifests in the forms of jokes like i think you know their values and like their disrespect definitely will start showing in yours and i didn't want that to happen to me because i don't i don't believe those things so yeah well i think mine was more like in case they weren't aware that they were like actually hurting people or yeah i just wanted them to know that like it's probably not okay to say things to us but like in other to other people in general for like future reference 
So I don't know. I didn't go in thinking like we're totally gonna end this friendship because I didn't want to end the friendship. Mm-hmm. It was just like I don't know. We should let them know. Yeah. I think I'm just a very non-confrontational person, and so <laughs> I was like, if it, if it was just me, probably wouldn't have heard from me. But you know, I think it is definitely valuable to have that conversation with them. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we had that talk. Mm-hmm. How did it go? Um, what, what are your feelings? I think we met up. We went to a room, and the first thing they, one of the first things they said included the R slur. And that was one of the things that we were going to talk about and not say. So it was definitely like telling. Because I think, like, when they walked in, they were like, you want in. Like, you hate us. Tell, like, just t- tell us. And I was like, yeah. And then they said that. And I was like, well, it's a perfect segue. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. It was just I didn't really expect anything going into it because mm-hmm. I was like, as long as I say my part and they tell me what they think about what I said, then I think we'll be okay. So yeah. I guess in, to me it definitely felt like we were giving them a second chance. So going in, like after like while we were having that talk, like I definitely felt like I wanted some kind of maybe not even an apology necessarily, but like something being like, I understand what you're saying. I'm taking this into account and I'm gonna change my behaviors from now on and my actions and what I say. And I'm gonna implement what you're saying into how I act in the future and I don't know that I necessarily got that from the conversation but also I feel like we can't expect them to be because we're not like the all-knowing you know what I mean so we can't be like oh we're right and you have to do what we say you know what I mean so I think it was just more like we tell them these are our grievances and like we opened it up we were like is there anything that you disagree with where like you think we are doing something that's problematic yeah because I think it was okay. more of a discussion rather than, like, an accusation. Yeah, because I think, like, part of the thing is not even an ending of friendship, but, like, you know, discussing the problems is actually having a discussion and not, yeah like, a declaration. Yeah, I wanted it to be more like a conversation, yeah. I guess. Like, like, how do we, where do we go from here, I guess? How do we fix this? Yeah, and, like, what are your thoughts on this? Like, do you think I'm wrong? Do you think, like, mine words have a little bit of meaning behind it i don't know and yeah i feel like there was a lot of silence a lot of silence but it was a lot of information yeah to be fair to be fair to them like we did talk we 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 gave them a lot just all at once yeah because it was kind of our fault to not bring it up on the spot because we did accumulate things but i don't know i feel like at a certain point it had to come out and that was the day so but i also think being understanding of circumstances like at the end of the day like we're obviously still college students like we're teenagers and so I don't expect anyone to be perfect or to even um I guess be understanding of the respect for people because we're all at different stages but I do think at this age it's important to like take into account what people are saying mm-hmm. and so I guess having it be a conversation and mm-hmm. At least having them be willing to hear what we were saying was a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and, be responsive. and they responded with, like, their side of the story. Yeah. So I think that was good. And then... It was definitely irritating in the moment, I guess, to hear them, like, justify their behaviors. Not all of them, obviously. Like, not all of their behaviors. But definitely some of them were just... Like, they were trying to justify. And I was like... No. Because Which, those, I guess, those... Okay. I guess I'm referring to one of them in particular, which definitely 
was pertinent to specifically my like personal like experiences and how they were like crossing the line but with some stuff and I was like no there is no justification I don't think there's ever a justification for someone to attack your personal um feelings or like your personal experiences and well I guess we can go into this um I think there are definitely like different types of people um and like for me I I'm pretty sure I'm classified like a highly sensitive person so like a lot of things that people say not necessarily offends me but like there are things like if you touch my person like if you I shouldn't say touch I guess Mm -hmm. if you um like speak about things that are personal to me that I don't want you to talk about like there are like there's a list of things for sure that I'm like you can never just like you can't make jokes about it like it's just not funny and you should not touch those things and touch those topics and I don't think there's ever justification for going into that realm of my feelings or my experiences. I don't think there's ever justification for that. So just hearing them try to justify their behaviors and talking about that was irritating. But I guess looking back, like overall, it wasn't like a super negative experience to have that conversation. I I personally think it was pretty productive. Like it, I don't know. We moved the step forward. That's true. Yeah. Like regardless of the size. We did hang out with them. A few nights ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the, the conversation that we're talking about right now, like, the, the whole grievances thing happened, like, what, a week ago? Or the two? No, it was a week ago. Was it was last it? Friday. <laughs> was it actually only that long ago? I know. Yeah. And so we hung out with them, like, what, two days ago? Wednesday night? Yeah, two days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it went well. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, like don't have to be friends with them you know what i mean like it's nice to have friends with like to be friends with them but it's not because obviously we went a week without being friends with them like without hanging out with them i guess and i think also when you have these differences and when you have that conversation i think it's it's valuable to take a step back because i think we also got like super reliant on hanging out with them a lot Mm -hmm. especially last semester i feel like not as much this semester but we got super reliant on hanging out with them that, like, we didn't, like, I feel like at a certain point, like, there was, like, no other option but to hang out with them because they were, like... Well, were also, there. I just don't think we tried to make any other friends. Yeah. So, I think this semester we have been working on that. Yeah. I think we're definitely working on the mindset of moving on from, like, oh, I have my friends. I don't need anyone else. To being like, no, but there's so many people out there, mm-hmm. especially at the university. Like, there's thousands of people. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't think I was ever in the mindset of, oh, I have them. I don't need I any more was. friends. I definitely was. But I'm, a, I'm a very, uh, five friends is good enough for me, personally. <laughs> I but. just think now I am making more efforts to hang out with other people as well, mm-hmm. is what I was trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> and I think also, at least for me, just keeping myself busy is good. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Overall like bottom line it was a good way to like resolve i guess in a way our little yeah. disagreement yeah and i think also just like make progress in the friendship mm-hmm. i think progress is good like i said friendship's also about helping each other and i think we both did that like we learned something about friendship they learned something about friendship we learned about values whatever mm-hmm. differences at the very least, we learned something. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay. Please keep that in. She no. just dabbed. Please keep that in. <laughs> um, I guess kind of along the topics of you, your like the mindset that you had about like, oh, five friends is good. I think like the popularity kind of like it's kind of mm. like quality over quantity type yeah. deal. So I'm very much uh, I'm very much a quality friendship person but mm-hmm. i think the problem is quality to me means attachment reliability which is something i'm getting better at trying to get better at is not being like i'm gonna stick to you the entire day and hang out with only you and i'm gonna tell you all every single thing in my life that's <laughs> going on and only you um yeah because i feel like when that happens like for personally in my past experience when that happens i feel left behind when that friend has other friends and i just feel like it's not true but it just i don't know something that i struggled with in the past so yeah i think in friendships there's definitely like like in a two-person friendship i mean i mean even a group friendship but like you know i mean like individual relationships there's definitely like roles that you get used to playing Mm -hmm. and so if that role shifts it feels like the whole friendship shifts, which it does, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I don't know. I don't think I like. I don't think I have a concrete or a solid answer between quality over quantity, or like versus, you know, because I think in high school, I wasn't popular. Like I think I don't know. High school's definition of popular is just so so messed up i think i don't think i would like me and my friends weren't popular but we would i would consider ourselves like well known it's Mm -hmm. like we weren't like the popular in the conventional sense like we weren't chosen for things but we were well known around the school where like people knew us people knew our names and they had a good impression of us like we were we weren't mean like i don't know and i think that's good like you don't have to be the most popular one in the room or whatever but as long as people don't think you're like the meanest person in the world and like people feel like people trust you enough to have respect for them and like be like oh like she's friendly like I can go talk to them then like that's really all that matters and kind of like what I just had said in the beginning like I like having a lot of friends even if they're not like my closest friends so I guess in that sense it's quantity over quality but yeah. that makes me look like I don't want quality friends. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's just. I guess you're more balanced in your friendship approach. Maybe because I, <clears throat> like I said, like as long as I know I have the couple friends in my corner, mm-hmm. then it doesn't matter. Like, no, I think that's a good, good mindset to have. Like I can hang out with other people. Because like eventually, out. yeah. Because eventually I'll come back and be like. Guess what happened? Yeah. Guess what? What? Chicken Parmer don't like you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I wrote it down. And it's good to hang out with several people and make connections. True. True. Yes. No, because I feel like actually today you'd be proud of me. So today I saw this guy mm-hmm. that I know from MFPC, one of the clubs I'm in. Wow. One of the only clubs I'm in. The only club I'm in. Anyway, so that's guy from MFC that I'm friends with. 
and I was stopping to talk to him and we were walking and then we saw this person that he's friends with that I have no idea who she is but we talked and I was like oh my gosh like I love her wow. and it's also like just fun to just meet new people mm-hmm. like don't even have to become friends with them like just at least have that experience and like be open-minded to like talking to other people no it's great I loved it we're trying to make more friends um by going to our respective like cultural organizations but i was gonna say like i was talking with a friend about this i think at least for me to go to a club event or like go to an organization event or i guess put myself out there like go to something i haven't been to before where i don't know anyone i like to bring someone along Mm -hmm. but i can't really bring anyone to this because i don't know anyone i mean i guess i could go they just probably weird they just probably think yeah wow she's not yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if there's good food i might go alone you will go alone i will go alone if there's good food and you can make friends there no that's true and be like oh next time i am definitely learning that i do like talking to random people i do i enjoy it mm. yeah kind of like how tammy, tammy does it she goes and then she makes friends and yeah, then she, she goes does. oh let's go together next time yeah yeah mm-hmm. i feel like tammy and i are very friendship adjacent similar you think so yeah like i feel like tammy and i are both we don't love going up to people i feel like you're more likely to go up to people than tammy and i are really yeah i, I feel like tammy's in between us because she'll go to events i feel like tammy's the most outgoing out of all of us no i think she's just more like she goes to more social things but she's not necessarily more outgoing you don't think so? She goes out. She doesn't, but she's not outgoing. No, I don't think you so. You think I'm the most outgoing? Right, that's yeah. crazy. I thought Tammy was. No. <laughs> that's funny. You can ask Tammy, she'll tell you. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, I did not think that. Because I don't consider myself that much of an outgoing person. Really? <laughs> no. I feel like you're always... I feel like out of us... Well, Tammy, like, smiles at people a lot, but I feel like you're the most, like... Like, we'll both say hi to people that we, like, know or whatever. But I feel like you'll actually, like, talk to them in the conversation. I also feel like you're more likely to go up to people. To me, I don't really do that. Mm. Especially in lectures. Like, in classes, I feel like you make the most friends. But, like, this semester is not a good representation because I have small classes. Yeah, that's true. Like, Spanish and English are that's both fair. 18 people. And then physics and chemistry are, like, group meetings. Yeah, yeah. And bio, I have, like, high school friends. <laughs> in bio yeah. so yeah i don't know i think like to a certain extent like you just kind of have to yeah because they make you talk to other people in yeah. lecture that's what i kind of like about those though but yeah except think- you don't in cogsai in cogsai i have temi i don't need to go talk to that's the, that's what i'm that's saying that's the thing you uh, have to though yeah, but then i feel bad i'm like ditching temi no, I'll talk to Tammy. I'll be like, I know nothing about Kagsai, but Tammy, I'm here for you. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. We don't talk about the Kagsai. No, I don't know. I just feel like in lectures, it's weird to go. Because nobody at the lecture like, really wants to be there or pay attention, which I guess is the perfect recipe for making a friend. Be like, you don't want to be here? I don't want to be here. Let's be friends. <laughs> Maybe you should teach me. Oh, you know what I realized? Okay, so the other day... <laughs> I was on the phone with someone and it was during, okay, I was holding office hours for stats. So like 
students would come and they talked to me. So I joined the office hours and I was still on the phone with this person because like during office hours, like it was during Zoom. So like people just hop in. So typically you don't have students most of the time. Mm-hmm. But there was this other girl there that was, I guess she had like, <clears throat> she also had office hours. She was holding office hours at the same time for like 30 minutes. So I hop on office hours. So I'm still on the phone, like unmuted because whatever. And I'm talking to her and she's like, oh, like there haven't been that many people. Or no, there's been like quite a few people like. Uh, they just keep asking me questions and I was like oh fun when I tell you she did not pick up the sarcasm <laughs> there and I feel like this is a problem I have because I just tend to just be really sarcastic with people I've never met before and I'm starting to realize it's a problem because people just don't pick up on that they really don't and so I saw the person I was on the phone with he's like I don't think she picked up on that <laughs> like that was the most awkward conversation I've ever heard and I was like I thought it went fine <laughs> like it's just how they go I don't know. I think <laughs> I need funny. to be less sarcastic. But anyways, that was our little episode on friendship. Yeah. Wait, do you... Are we... Huh? Do what? we want to play a little game? Oh, what game Except should we play? Game segment. Oh, should we play the alphabet game? What is it? The alphabet story game. Would you like to explain? Yeah, so it's been pretty viral on TikTok and Instagram Reels. Sorry, I'm that person that watches Instagram Reels. Um, but it's you go through the alphabet. So A, B, C, A through Z. And whoever starts, starts with A. And the sentence has to start with A. And then whoever goes next, the sentence starts with B. And you go through the alphabet by doing that. And it's like a little story. It doesn't always have to make sense. But yeah, it happens. So I'm going to pull up the alphabet. <laughs> L. Okay. Yeah. And Brenda, why don't you start us off? I'm sorry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anchovies taste bad. <laughs> Better than blue cheese. Cheese is amazing no matter what color or what aging process it has. Don't blue cheese not look blue? It's not grammatical. <laughs> it <laughs> it could have been. Doesn't blue cheese not look blue? Is that what it's supposed to be grammatically? Yeah. Fine. Doesn't blue cheese not look blue? Like they're not blue. No, I, I, I got the question. I'm trying to think of something with E. Oh. Everyone knows that blue cheese has those blue bits in the cheese froggy heavens i didn't even know is that a real phrase no i just made oh. it up you can make whatever yeah, you want convinced. um i didn't know um blue cheese was called blue cheese because they have blue bits in them god i hope i'm right about this one <laughs> how did you find out about this i eat a lot of blue cheese dressing with my wings I actually do, by the way. Blue cheese, <laughs> over ranch, any day of the week. Except for Wednesdays. Sorry, continue. Just tell me that you're kidding, because blue cheese is not good. It smells bad. Kind of, but it tastes great, so what's the... How does it matter? Lots of things matter. 
Like, <laughs> lots of things matter. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I feel like your nose and your mouth is connected. So what you smell is usually like mm. what you taste. And if she smells bad, it must taste bad. That's actually a principle of sensory perception. My psych mm. brain is tingling. Man, that's true. But at the end of the day, the taste is just so much better than the smell. So it doesn't really matter. No, it oh, wait, does that, matter. That makes sense. <laughs> oh, that was your... Nah. No, it Oh my gosh. Matter. If I like blue cheese, I can like blue cheese. Like just because you don't like blue cheese doesn't mean I can't like blue cheese. And the fact that you're coming at me for this opinion is really detrimental to my mental health. Pause. Pause. <laughs> This is not a roast on your like to blue cheese. This is just a discussion on blue cheese. Because first we started with me not knowing blue cheese was called blue cheese because it's blue. Question. Do you genuinely not like how blue cheese tastes? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I don't like what blue cheese tastes like. I don't think I ever liked it. I always mm. ask for it out when it's like it's it's in a salad. Oh. Sucks for you, man. But I get more blue cheese. I've never said man in my life. Why have I said it twice? <laughs> Sucks for you. More blue cheese for me. True. But when do we even get blue cheese? Like, <laughs> it's not even that common of a food. Um, You can get it with your wings. You can get it in your salad. You can get it wherever you want, really. Anytime, any place. Sign me up. Rindo, we live in a dorm. Like, we we don't have this option. When did I say you have to eat in a dorm? If we go out for lunch, you love to go out for lunch. Spend that money. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But, like, you're the one who was like, we should stop spending money. So, I'm going to listen to you. I actually haven't spent money this week i did donate subway oh yeah i went to subway Uh, buy one got one free so basically half price yeah yeah it was yeah that's true well i feel like they might have blue cheese dressing in the dining hall in the salad bar actually i don't know i'll check someday not today i don't plan on eating there it starts with C. Z anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um. Mm. Zachary told me that there is no blue cheese dressing. He lives in South Quad. So that and was that con- our... No, and, because it goes back to A, that concludes our gaming segment. <laughs> Hope you liked it. I know it starts, doesn't start with a B, but I can't really think of anything else. Bet you liked it. If you don't, that's okay too. Because it was a pretty lame story, I'll be honest. Yeah. This makes us think that we shouldn't be an improv. Anyway, yeah, that concludes our gaming segment and the episode. Yeah. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere else you can find podcasts. We'll be there. YouTube. YouTube. If, yeah. Yeah, you'll find us on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. 
Thank you for listening to our episode one on friendship. And we will come back next week on the topic of food. I'm Brenda. And I'm Lizzie. And that was Livermorium 55. See you next week.